1984, pastors Jean and Sue started Faith Christian Center in a hotel ballroom. But for the past 36 years, they have taught people how to practically apply the Bible to their everyday lives. Over the years, God has blessed us and the church has grown. Faith Christian Center is now located on a beautiful 73-acre campus in the heart of the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex. We believe the best is yet to come. Today's message will encourage you, inspire you, and teach you how to experience God's best in every area of your life. Today is a blessed day, and it is a wonderful day. Graduates, we are so proud of each of you and what you have accomplished. God has a wonderful plan and a wonderful purpose for each of your lives, so put him first. At Faith Christian Center in St. Paul's, we want everyone to make good decisions and to live a blessed life. That is our purpose. And our heart's desire is what the Apostle John wrote in 3 John 2, Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health, even as thy soul prospers. Today's commencement message is entitled, What It Takes to Make It. And this is even more true in 2021. Despite what this world will tell you, despite what the culture will tell you, success is not hard. Success is easy if you'll just do the right things. Number one, force yourself to go the second mile. Force yourself to go the second mile. We have men and women in the church who are the best at what they do. They are number one in their field, in their region, whether in insurance, auto sales, real estate, investments, across the board, and including the self-employed and those who have started their own businesses, we have men and women in the church who are the best at what they do. What is one major reason why they outperform others? They force themselves to go the second mile. Zig, Zig, Zig Ziglar once said, you can have everything in life you want if you will just help enough people get what they want. Jesus said it this way in Luke 6 and verse 31, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. If you're looking for a car or a house to buy, you don't want a salesman or a saleswoman who will just do the bare minimum, no. You want someone who will go the second mile. If you have a medical issue, you don't want a doctor who will tell you just to go home and take a Tylenol or an aspirin. No, you want a doctor who will go the second mile to figure out whatever the issue is. Sadly, we live in a culture and generation that believes in only doing the bare minimum, and sometimes not even that. Sadly, this entire generation is stuck at home, on lockdown, living with their parents. And why is that? Because they borrowed a hundred or $200,000 or more to get a four-year degree and a non-marketable major. And what's the result? They can't get a decent paying job, and they can't pay off their student loans, and as costs rise, they can't buy a house or even a car, so they're stuck at home living with their parents indef indefinitely. And I know parents, as much as you love your children, that's not what you want. Amen. And as much as I love my parents, Jessica and I are glad to have a place of our own. Remember the Bible says in Genesis 2 and verse 4, 
For this reason, a man will leave his father and mother. We are to grow up. We are to mature. We are to leave and to cleave. But sadly, this generation hasn't left home. And even though they're in their 20s and 30s, they're still cleaving to mom and dad. And that's one reason why this, this generation is so angry and so miserable and so depressed. That's one reason why on social media there's so much anger and so much venom. Zig Ziglar used to say, there are no traffic jams on the second mile, on the extra mile. So just make that extra effort and go the extra mile. Dave Ramsey says it this way about finances, but it's true. In every area of life, live like no one else, so later you can live like no one else. When you force yourself to go the second mile, you will pull ahead over you will pull ahead of everyone else. Eventually, you will pull ahead. And eventually, you will pull ahead of everyone else. What is the second mile? The second mile is just one mile past easy. Most people will stop working, they'll stop grinding, and they'll take the easy exit when their journey requires them to go that extra mile. Just one mile beyond easy, and most people never try to get there. So the truth is, you are closer to success than you think. And no matter how hard any class may be, no matter how hard any assignment or internship may be, you are closer to success than you think. So never keep up, just keep going, because you never know how close you are to reaching your goals. Every day that you do less than you can, you become less than you are. And that's true personally and in the eyes of others. In your life, we should all embrace the promise of Galatians 6 and verse 9, which says, let us not become weary, for at the proper time we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. Say, if I do not give up. Say it again. Say, if I do not give up. And Satan is a liar. He is a deceiver. And he specializes in talking people into quitting or giving up or throwing in the towel just before the answer comes, just before the breakthrough, just before everything changes. So don't give up. You may be just one phone call, or one email, or one day, or one Zoom meeting, or one good habit, or one effort away from your next breakthrough. Give this life your all, your everything. Live with no regrets. Success is not hard. It's easy if you will do the right things. Number two, force yourself to defer gratification. Force yourself to defer gratification. It's amazing what this generation actually believes. And the last year and a half has proven that. Common sense has been thrown out the window. Old-fashioned character and work ethics have been thrown out the window. Honor, duty, loyalty. Integrity, faithfulness, and excellence have all been thrown out the window. But graduates, young people, that is actually good news for you. It makes it even easier for you to pull ahead. Have a right heart and a right attitude, and it will be even easier to pull ahead. In this lazy, crazy, wicked generation, you'll have no trouble pulling ahead and building a successful life. Norman Vincent Peale wrote, Anyone can do just about anything with himself that he really wants to and makes up his mind to do. 
We are all capable of greater things than we realize. William James wrote, the greatest discovery of my generation is that human beings can alter their lives by altering their attitudes, their attitudes of mind. He also said, a man or woman will never do everything he has dreamed, and he will never do anything that he has not dreamed. The statistics are alarming. And you can either see them as bad news, or you can see them as good news, that you have been given by God the power and the ability to make the right choices and the right decisions to change your life for the better. 39% of all Americans have no net worth. 75% of all Americans don't have $10,000 in savings. 58% of Americans have less than $1,000 in savings. Before COVID, about two-thirds of public school graduates could not even read every word on their high school diplomas. With the craziness of this past year, many of America's children have lost an entire year of school. And the truth is, it will never be made up. But praise God, that has not been true at Faith Christian Center and St. Paul's. All the time, church and school families are telling us stories about how people in the world tell them how well-adjusted and normal their children are, unlike children in the world. And why is that? Because the children at FCC and St. Paul's have been in church and in school this past year as normal. While the world has gone crazy in fear, our children have simply lived life as it is meant to be lived, not alone or in isolation, but together in person, living by faith in God. Meanwhile, we hear the horrific stories and the results of what has happened to children in the world who have spent a year in isolation on lockdown, a year online, on the internet, often with very little supervision or no supervision. It is truly sad. And to add insult to injury, in America, the average college graduate today graduates from college with an expensive, questionable degree, with no practical job skills or work experience, and a monster load of student debt. And meanwhile, the costs just keep rising. Meanwhile, in 2019 to 2020, an average of more than 6,000 people became millionaires every single day in America. And I, I had to double check this, because at first I, I was unsure. But in 2019 to 2020, an average of more than 6,000 million people, 6,000 people a day, became millionaires in America. The previous statistic was 1,700 a day, so it's gone up. Now let me ask, what group do you want to belong to? How can you change your life for the better? One way is deferred gratification. To change your life for the better, there are some things you must stop doing, and there are some things you must start doing. Some people say that they cannot save money, but what if they ate out less? What if they skipped Starbucks? To change your life for the better, there are some things you must stop doing, and there are some things you must start doing. To change your life for the better, you have to decide to do what is necessary in your life. The media and the government won't tell you the truth about poverty in America. For example, they will tell you that the poverty rate among black Americans is 22%, whereas the poverty rate among white Americans is just 11%. But here's what they won't tell you. The poverty rate among married black Americans is just 7%. So marriage makes a 15 percentage difference in the poverty rate. 
So why isn't anyone in the government or in the public schools or universities in encouraging marriage and the traditional family? Children who grow up in a home without a father are five times more likely to live in poverty, nine times more likely to drop out of school, and 20 times more likely to end up in prison. So again, why isn't anyone in the government or the public schools or universities encouraging marriage and the traditional family? And what do I mean by the traditional family? I mean family God's way since the beginning. There is a way that leads to a blessed life. You got to walk in that way. So in this culture, there is a wicked agenda. So young people, regardless of what's going on in the world, you must choose to do things God's way. As Isaiah 55 and verse 9 tells us, his ways are higher than our ways. His thoughts are higher than our thoughts. So you must choose. To be a success, you must choose to not do what everyone else is doing. Instead of walking down the broad road that leads to destruction, take the narrow road that leads to life. Young people, graduates, everyone here, this will work for everyone. To avoid poverty, do three things. Number one, finish your high school, finish your education. Number two, wait to have children until you're at least 20 years old and married. You might say, Austin, I've already missed that. That's what the grace and mercy of God is for. But begin taking the right action today. Number three, get gainfully employed and stay employed. Tell, tell your neighbor, smile, say, stay employed. Stay employed. Tell your other neighbor, say, stay employed. So three things, finish your education, wait until you are married and at least 20 years old to have children, and then get gainfully employed and stay gainfully employed. Of all the young people who follow these three simple rules, 75% join the middle class and only 2% live in poverty. But of all the young people who don't follow these three simple rules, only 7% join the middle class and 76% live in poverty. It's amazing. Now, why are we willing to say what the media and the culture and the government is unwilling to say? Because we love you. We love people. And we love these young people. And we want them to have a good life and a blessed life. Then to become wealthy, do one more thing. Tell your neighbor, say one more thing. Tell your other neighbor, say one more thing. Don't spend all you earn but save and invest at least 10% of everything that crosses your hands. Success is not complicated. It's not hard. It's easy if you'll just do the right things. And it does not matter what your background is. does not matter what your race or ethnicity is. does not matter what your gender is, whether man or woman. You can make your life a success. Any man or woman can choose to do these four things. To finish your education to wait and do things God's way, to get married, to do things in the right order. Number three, to get gainfully employed and stay gainfully employed. And then four, to not spend all you earn, but to save and invest at least 10% of everything that crosses your hands. Any young person can choose to do these four things. And even if you're older, you can choose to finish your education. You can choose to do more education. You can choose to get employed and stay gainfully employed. You can choose to work with your own hands. And you can choose to be a productive member of society. And you can choose to save at least 
10% of everything that crosses your hands. Anyone can choose to do these things. So again, race, gender, nationality has nothing to do with it. Don't believe the lies of this world. Force yourself to defer gratification. And a part of deferred gratification is saving money. Yes, we were dealing with saving money on a Sunday morning. You cannot become wealthy without saving money. It is simply impossible. W. Clement Stone wrote, if you cannot bring yourself to save money, the seed of greatness is not in you. If you cannot bring yourself to save money, the seed of greatness is not in you. So become a saver. Become a good steward. Become a saver. And if you want to build a successful and a wealthy life, make saving money a daily habit. Make it a daily action habit in your life. You might have heard me tell the story that when I was 15 years old and began working for the church, hourly, whatever the starting pay was back then, I believe $6 an hour, my father required me to set aside of a minimum of 15% of everything that crossed my hands. And when I found out, I wasn't thrilled about it. And 15% of that money in those days, it wasn't anything to get excited about. That wasn't much money when I was 15. But 24 years later, that money saved and invested has added up to a lot of money. Today, Jessica and I set aside more than 20% of our work income. We also set aside monthly money monthly for our five children. Further, I set aside money every month just for Jessica. So young people, no matter what example you've had, save money. Become a saver. Make saving money a daily action habit. Success is not hard. It's easy if you'll do the right things. And parents, as my father has said for decades, our job as parents is not done until our children are well-educated, well-married, and self-sufficient. Not living at home indefinitely. And can I get an amen to that? Amen. Number three, force yourself to hurry up and wait. Force yourself to hurry up and wait. We're still talking about deferred gratification. You must take action now to change your life for the better. And what do I mean by the phrase, hurry up and wait? You have to hustle. You have to work hard today, and then over time, wait for the good result. Again, Paul wrote in Galatians 6, verse 9, let us not become weary in doing good, for at the proper time we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. You have to take action now to set in motion the achievement of your goals down the road. The key to a blessed life later is what you are doing right now. The key to a blessed life later is the action you are taking right now. The definition of insanity is to keep doing the same thing again and again and again while expecting a different result. So if you want to change your life, you have to change your life for the better. So take now, take action now to secure a better future. The only change you can truly believe in is the change you bring about in your own life. As we defer gratification, some results come short term, some results come intermediate term, and some results are long-term results. And that's why we've, we have to always be taking some kind of action. Taking action, making progress, making small tweaks, small improvements every day of our lives. Here's an example with money. A typical coffee drink at Starbucks and a snack costs about $10. If a 20-year-old puts that same $10 in the S&P 500 every day from age 20 forward 
on average, at the age of 64, he'll be a millionaire. Isn't that great? Well, how come everyone in America isn't a millionaire at the age of, 60, at the age of 64, when they can do it on $10 a day? Why doesn't everyone do it? It's because they, they fail to understand the concept of deferred gratification. Tell your neighbor, say, deferred gratification. And I know we're Americans, and so part of being American, it seems like, is to spend it all and more. But that is not the path that leads to success. With this example, this young person would have over a million dollars at the age of 64. But at the age of 25, they'd only have $21,000. Just $21,000 after doing without for five years. So what do most people do? They spend it. And they don't just spend it. They spend it all. And then to make matters worse, your average American lives beyond their means. So with this example, this young person would have over a million dollars at the age of 64. At 25, they'd only have $21,000. At the age of 30, they'd only have $47,000. At the age of 35, they'd only have $86,000. And at age 40, they'd only have $142,000. So you can see what happens to most people. In this scenario, it would take 18 years to even cross $100,000. And that is why most people fail to reach their long-term goals. Again, if we want to reach our goals, we cannot give up. We cannot quit. You might say, Austin, $10 a day. I can't do $10 a day. To which I would say it's $10 a day, $70 a week, $280 a month. And the truth is, if you'll look carefully and closely and honestly, you're spending that money on something. It's choices. It's actions. It's daily actions. It's priorities. It's habits. You can do all things through Christ. And you can do anything and everything you set your mind to do. The black economist and sociologist, Dr. Thomas Sewell, once said, there is much discussion of the haves and the have-nots but very little discussion of the doers and the do-nots, those who contribute versus those who merely take. Success is not hard, it's easy if you'll do the right things. Number four, force yourself. Say, say, force myself. Force yourself to stretch a little further and to push a little harder each and every day. Every day of your life, whether you're on vacation or not, every day, stretch yourself push yourself a little harder each and every day. Even on vacation, we never stop learning, reading, growing. Never stop learning. Never stop reading. Never stop seeking to excel at what you do. Have a big perspective on life. This life is not just about us individually. This life is about God. This life is about the kingdom of God. This life is about others. This life is about our families. This life is about those in need. So don't make it your goal to only do the bare minimum in life. Don't make it your goal to only work just hard enough to only provide for yourself and your wants and your needs. No, have a big perspective on life. Don't work to make a living. Work to make a giving. Work to have more than you need so you can be a blessing. The great British Prime Minister Winston Churchill once said, we make a living by what we get, but we make a life by what we give. So stretch a little further 
and push a little harder each and every day. Success is not hard, it's easy if you'll do the right things. Number five, force yourself to take action every day. Say, I'm going to force myself to take action every day. W. Clement Stone wrote that decisions without actions are worthless. You have to force yourself to take action every day. And you have to force yourself to take action on the Word of God every day. And yes, especially on the Word of God. If you will go the second mile and defer gratification, if you will set goals and stretch and push, you will have positive results in everyday, worldly, natural things. But then if you will take action on the Word of God, you will have positive, supernatural results that cannot be explained in the natural. If you will take action on the Word of God, you will have positive, supernatural results. You will live a blessed life. So every day, take action. Every day, take action in some way. And every day, take action on the Word of God. Every single day in your life, harness the power of taking positive action. Unless you do something different and activate your hopes and your dreams, unless you are prepared to stretch a little further, to push a little harder, to refuse to allow people or events to manipulate you, and unless you refuse to listen to the spirit of procrastination which says wait a little longer, you will never be able to build a successful life. What great thing would you do if you knew you could not fail? Do it. Pursue your God-given dreams. Young people, don't let anyone, doesn't matter who they are, some college professors, they're not God. Don't ever let anyone talk you out of your hopes, your dreams, your aspirations. No one else can take action for you. So the secret of getting things done is simply getting started. Get started and take action. Procrastination is self-sabotage. It's putting your hopes and dreams on an installment plan. W. Clement Stone wrote, thinking will not overcome fear, but action will. Success is not hard, it's easy if you'll do the right things. Your motivation determines your future. And let's talk about motivation. Number six, motivate yourself every single day. Be a self-starter. Don't whine, don't cry, don't complain. Tell your neighbors, say, stop the complaining. There is nothing God can bless if you've got a complaint in your mouth. So stop complaining about having to show up on time or early. Stop complaining about doing what you paid to get due. Stop acting like because you showed up on time and you did your work for the day, you climbed Mount Everest. Get the complaint out of your mouth. Learn how to kick your own backside so no one else has to do it for you. Don't be a problem creator. Be a problem solver. Don't say, I can't. Say, I can. The Apostle Paul was in prison. He was in prison when he wrote, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. So have a burning desire and never quit, never give up, keep taking action. Only you can motivate you. Zig Ziglar would say, People often say that motivation doesn't last. Well, neither does bathing, and that's why we recommend it daily. <laughs> Have a burning desire. Motivate yourself. Napoleon Hill wrote, a burning desire forces life to pay whatever it is asked. Have a burning desire. 
You motivate you. Napoleon Hill also wrote, a burning desire to be and do is the starting point from which the dreamer must take off. Dreams are not born of indifference, laziness, or lack of ambition. So have a burning desire. You motivate you. Napoleon Hill also wrote, there is one quality which you must possess to win, that is definiteness of purpose, the knowledge of what one wants, and a burning desire to possess it. So have a burning desire. You motivate you. Napoleon, Norman Vincent Peale, he wrote, he said, we are all capable of greater things than we realize. W. Clement Stone also said, all personal achievement starts within the mind of the individual. So you have a burning desire and you motivate you. Number seven, force yourself to put God first every day and everything. And I've saved the most important thing for last. Force yourself to put God first every day and everything. And I say force yourself because your flesh, your emotions, your mind, it will rebel every step of the way. Force yourself to put God first every day and everything. Jesus promised that if we would do this, we would live a blessed life. He said in Matthew 6 and verse 33, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things. What things? The things that people in the world spend their entire lives chasing after. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be given or added to you as well. Put God first every day in everything. Say every day in everything. During the past year, I have been so grieved by much of what I have seen. People at ball games or Kroger's or Home Depot, but not in church with their families. This past year has revealed many things, but one of the things it has revealed is what is truly in people's hearts. This past year has revealed people's true beliefs, their true priorities, their true commitments. People have demonstrated by their actions what they believe is truly essential. Friends, you just have to decide in the days we live in, are you full of fear or are you full of faith? You just have to decide. We're living in the days of Malachi 3 and verse 18, which says you will again see the distinction between the righteous and the wicked, between those who serve God and those who do not. And as you go to college, you go where you go, there ought to be a distinction about your life. The Apostle Paul said that we ought to be the fragrance of Christ to a world that is perishing. What does your life and your faith evidence? What does the fruit of your life evidence? Can your faith be seen? We're living in the days Jesus spoke of in Matthew 24 and verse 12 when he said, because of the increase of wickedness, the love of most will grow cold. But he who stands firm to the end will be saved. In these days, when it comes to the things of God, don't be half-hearted. Don't be cold or lukewarm. Don't be absent on Sunday mornings when heaven's roll call takes place. He who stands firm to the end will be saved. Put God first every day in everything. So graduates, wherever you go, find a good church with a pastor who actually believes the Bible is God's word, and get plugged in. Be faithful, put God first, 
spend time in prayer and the Word of God every day, take every problem, every worry, every situation, every challenge to the Lord. Put God first every day in everything. What will you tell your children or grandchildren? How will you explain your life or lifestyle to them? Will you whine? Will you cry and complain? Will you talk about all the what-ifs? Will you be one of those that was ashamed of God and His Word in the last days? Will you be left behind? To that I say no, a thousand times no. Now is the time to live for God wholeheartedly. Now is the time to pursue God's purpose and God's destiny for your life. Now is the time to activate your hopes and dreams, your God-given dreams and desires. One key to all success is mastering procrastination. So get started today. W. Clement Stone wrote, decisions without actions are worthless. So change your life today by taking action today. He also wrote, good decisions must be followed through with action. Without action, a good, deci good decision is meaningless, for the desire itself can die through a lack of an attempt to achieve fulfillment. That's why you should act immediately on a good decision. So get started. As W. Clement Stone also said, face your fears, and the death of fear will be certain. I believe that with God all things are possible. If you will base your life on his holy book in this wicked world, if you will choose to courageously live life his way, I believe with God all things are possible. You can be a success. And even in 2021, you can be a success. Number one, force yourself to go the second mile. Number two, force yourself to defer gratification. Number three, force yourself to hurry up and wait. Number four, force yourself to stretch and to push a little further, a little harder, a little faster each and every single day. Number five, force yourself to take action every day. Number six, force yourself to motivate yourself every day. And number seven, most importantly of all, put God first every day in everything. Yes, even in 2021, put God first every day in everything. Success is not hard. It's easy if you'll do the right things. Graduates, we love you. We believe in you all. Make the right choices and decisions. Don't be ashamed of who you are. Don't be ashamed of who you are in this wicked world. Live for God wholeheartedly with all your heart, soul, and mind, and take the narrow road. The narrow road is not popular, but the narrow road leads to eternal life. Take the narrow road. The narrow road is not popular, but it leads to success. As Jesus told us in Matthew 7, beginning in verse 13, enter through the narrow gate, for wide is the gate, and broad is the road that leads to destruction, and many, say many. So in this wicked world, if we're doing what everyone else is doing, we're not living a life that is pleasing to God. We have to remind ourselves of what Jesus our Lord said. Enter through the narrow gate, for wide is the gate, and broad is the road that leads to destruction, and many enter through it. But small is the gate, and narrow the road that leads to life, and only a few 
find it. Young people, we have taught you the way. We have shown you the way. As the Bible says, this is the way. Walk ye in it. Thank you for listening to this life-changing message. To partner with us and to help us reach more people with the good news of the gospel, visit our website at faithchristiancenter.com. Your financial support is enabling us to reach more people than ever before. If you have never accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, pray this simple prayer. Lord Jesus, I repent of my sins. Come into my heart. I make you my Lord and Savior. If you prayed that simple prayer, you are born again and today is a new beginning. We would like to send you a copy of Dr. Jean Lingerfeld's book, God's Very Own Child. To receive your free copy, call the church office at 817-561-3400 or send an email to info at faithchristiancenter.com. Remember to put God first in every area of your life because he loves you and has a wonderful plan for you. And don't forget, we walk by faith, not by sight.